summertime, I took the doors off, got my leg hanging out the side, parked it on a rock. Well, welcome to Dads Being Dads, a bi-weekly episode that you've come to uh, maybe deal with. Um, I hope, I hope that you guys are listening out there. I know we've dropped a bi-weekly. Life's gotten busy through the summer. We've kind of fallen out of routine. One of us, I think, is a little more interested in recording these days than the other. I'm not going to say who. Uh, you got to bring some topics to the table. and then We can always have topics. I mean, we can't talk for an hour a week. I, I, maybe you picked up on who's uh, wanting to stick with the bi-weekly tasks. Anyways, uh, write in. Write, write into the show. If you're still listening out there, write in. Give us some topics. I know I've heard from at least one of you out there who's like, I, I'm going to write in, and then you never do. So, um, yeah, I just pulled up the Facebooks, and now I've got a, now I got someone lecturing me on how to get a, on why I need to get a flu shot, even if I don't want one. So anyways, uh, yeah, yeah welcome me. to Dads Being Dads. He's Randy, I'm Jason, neither of us voted today, but it looks like that we weren't needing to vote today. There's nothing <laughs> that our yeah, no towns... no polls were open, so wouldn't matter. I mean, I'm always voting for things. No one listens. Uh, unofficially. I, I'm trying to find the post. Um... Huh. So that was me telling you to get a flu shot, because you always say Yeah, no, I know, I gotta don't. read. I don't, yeah, I still don't, I don't believe in it. Um... It's, it's not. It believes in you. Am I the only one that turned up to a vote, up to vote to an empty polling place tonight? Yeah, I guess you are. Um, there's a big, there's a big vote in our town going on, and that's why people were probably like getting a little confused because they're putting up a new uh, marijuana plant. No, no, yeah, just one marijuana plant. No, they're putting up a new uh, elementary school, the opposite, I think, from a marijuana plant. So I don't know if it is these days. Uh, yeah, well, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> little little more words out there about how marijuana can be addictive, even though people claim it can't be. So, so this is okay. Things change for sure. So I've been going. Um, this is a related example. I've been I've been going back to uh, my my martial arts class a little bit, and uh, it's a Brazilian jiu jitsu for those who care. But it's it's kind of uh, physically intense. Like there's a lot of wrestling and so muscling people around. It, so anyway. Point is of the story. It, like, do you have to be hairless to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Eh, it certainly helps. I mean, okay. it's less, less painful. I don't know where the Brazilian me. part comes in. No, it's not Brazilian waxing or anything like that. It's just because it's from Brazil. Like, Brazilians came up with it kind of thing. They adopted Japanese jiu-jitsu and did some other things. Whatever. So, Side, um, side trail here? Yeah. I met someone who was half Japanese, half Brazilian. Mm-hmm. She said she was either Brapanese or Japzillian. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And this was her words. And it was okay. I think she said she was Japzillian, and we all said that she was Brapanese. I mean, <laughs> I don't know which one I like better. But so the guys, the guys in the you know locker room talk at the end there when we were all changing, uh, they're going on about uh, how much everything everything hurts and all this stuff and oh my aches and my pains and blah blah blah. And that quickly turned into uh, them iterating over all the various regiments of CBD oils and whatnot that oh, they really? consume in, in various ways. And, and and not just the oils, but just, you know, just smoking and all this kind of stuff. I'm, wait, wait, wait. Anyway, they smoke it? I mean... Not the oils. <laughs> they were they were expounding about her iterating over all the weed that they smoke? Uh-huh. Yeah. As, as like medicinal you know purposes this i do it then at this time of day to feel better to help me sleep to this and that i'm like my goodness you guys are all self-medicating you know that right like this is this is weird no, but it's natural and, it's cool it's fine dude chill chill out but yeah 
That's what they no. say. I, <laughs> I find it. So. I don't. And I'm not saying it was the martial arts thing. I think this is a maybe ten years ago, five years ago, you wouldn't have people going on about CBD oils, right? It's like essential oils didn't exist, and then all of a sudden they're essential. But now this is this is the thing, and I'm, I'm think I'm turning into an old man because these cyclic fads you know you see the thing happens kid toys advertisements for kids and whatnot yeah you'll get over that in six months don't worry you forget about those things the adults do it too they get into these oh it's it's 100 percent. makes me feel so much better i rub all that cb do on my eyeballs and stuff and like what i don't understand how like <laughs> i don't understand how topical anything can be that effective and maybe i'm just being old cranky man the other way but well there is some science to it i mean i'm certainly i've certainly added i rubbed on like muscle rub that feels pretty good but i i i think it's all fake because it's hitting all the nerve endings on your skin so it distracts from the actual thing it's not really getting down in there and really working out there it could get in there you can absorb osmosis i see for the pain and hot for the whatever it is i don't know if you don't think that's true you should be able to just kind of handle mercury all the time and not have any problem uh Liquid what do you mean? Why was wrong with handling mercury? <laughs> Nothing. I, I ingest it via fish. Um, maybe, okay, okay, so maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But isn't it more like the lead? Isn't that the problem with the lead? Like you handle it, but then you get it in your mouth and then you ingest no. it? Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think that it'll go through your skin as well. Yeah. Just touching it. Really? But I think eating the paint chips is probably more straight to the, straight to the, uh, right to the system. My kids had lead problems. My our first kid had what? L- high lead levels. Really? I didn't think that was a thing. Really, like nowadays. Well, it usually isn't because they fix it. Like because they, they didn't used to. They, also, well, they they don't know what the long term effects of high lead levels are because as soon as they started testing for it, they started removing it. Right. So they never let any kid go for a long time with high lead levels because they thought it was bad. So they don't really know. There's no relation between hey, we tested this kid for high lead levels and we also didn't remove the lead just because we needed a control case. <laughs> they didn't do that because they're doctors. Yeah. Uh, it turned out like we you know we we did a lot of renovations in our house and whatnot. It turned out. Uh, well, we, we knew where all the lead paint was and stuff and we, we abated that, but there was some linoleum tile on the floor under a carpet in an area where he was playing. Huh. And the Wait, really? You paint... like tracked it down? Oh yeah. We tested everything. Was he like the... chewing on the linoleum or? No, no. It was just like you said, if he crawled on it, he, uh. No way. He put his, really? He put his hand on the tile and it was like wet or something or whatever. He just rubbed it. And it, you know, it was the white, white paint, a lot of the old white paint was lead based. And if he touched that tile, he would get it into his system, probably, you know, touch his mouth or whatever, but huh. that much exposure to it. Yeah, he lost a lot of brain cells. Who knows? He could be a rocket scientist by now. That's interesting. Um, what are you going to do? I don't know. It's too late. You can read, so that's good. Whoa, yeah. What was that noise? Turn that ringer off. Uh, Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about the CBD oil. Like, it's one of these things. It's like, the essential oils. How are we just discovering the? Or it's not even. True, I think. Right? It's, I think it's interesting that it's. Uh, well, I, I I honestly don't understand what the CBD oil is versus just like smoking weed, like they all talk about. But the way they were describing, it, and there's like four or five guys. Well, in there I, I know a little bit about sharing because I asked them no, about you, that. Okay, you can tell me about the oils, but they were sharing their sort of regimen of 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 
but they're talking about it like it's medicine. You know, they weren't saying, you know, I love to go home after class and I, I can't sl- sleep unless I have a beer and a half, you know, and that really settles me down. They weren't talking. They were no, they would be like, I got to at, at 645. I smoke half a joint and then, you know, and then I read a book for a little while. And then I massage my legs and then I smoke the other half and then I'm good. I'm good for the night. I get eight hours of sleep. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is so strange. <laughs> I guess this is what you, you think this is a prescription? Uh, so where are they getting it from? Oh, who knows? I don't know how that works. I've never bought it. I, I guess, know. well, it's legal now in the state. So we, I think you can just go and buy it. Yeah, I think you can just go into a store. store. Uh, like there are stores. You can just go in. Yeah. And then, But I've heard people say that too. In fact, I think they were saying it. They're like, oh, yeah, I tried to go to this dispensary and there was this big line. Way out the door. It was ridiculous. I was going to have to wait. So I just went to my dealer. Like, what? Really? Who's your... <laughs> like, who's your... You have a dealer? Yeah, I know. That's yes. the thing that's bo- like, totally boggles my mind. Like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's <sighs> interesting. It's one of those neat, uh, you know, political things, right? Where it's like, oh, it's illegal. And now it's legal. It's fine. All those people should be in jail. Yeah, we made a mistake. Well, yeah, we could get into that now. It is interesting, right? Do you uh, do you go back and say, well, at the time, it was definitely illegal, so you stay in jail. I mean, this is a huge, huge thing, right? It's a huge- It's a big topic, yeah. It's a port, lot it's of a people- It's a big part of the whole debate on the legality mm-hmm. of- And to be honest with you, I voted for the decriminalization of it, but against the commercialization of it in Acton, and people are like, oh, no, you're all NIMBY in that. You just don't want it in your backyard. It's in the next town. It's fine. No. Because of the the stigma and the racial like differences between the black people in jail for you know selling a dime bag versus the white people that do awful things and get off with it, it's oh, like oh you were like you can't have this yet because they're still in jail. You were taking the righteous position. What do you mean? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I I I I'm sort of I, no. I, I, I don't think it should be criminalized, but I think the criminalization has caused other problems, the war on drugs and all that stuff. Uh, what mm-hmm. they've done in Portugal, I was for. I mean, I, I like what they've done there and the sort of um, – I think it's more productive than just throwing people in jail and letting them sweat it out or whatever. And wait well, I don't know what, what they do in Portugal. They decriminalize everything. Really? I think it was Portugal. Yeah, all drugs, like everything, like from LSD to heroin. I mean – and but the they they – Provide treatment, you know, state mandated treatment, right, or state right. function treatment. Back to that socialized healthcare nonsense. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but I, I, it does make sense. That's an interesting question. Is yeah. it worth? Is it more uh, uh, cost effective? That's the word I'm looking for. To spend taxpayer dollars on uh, public funded treatment than enforcement of laws that make it illegal incarceration incarceration yeah. well i mean how about just the humanity of it like let's not even talk about oh, the humanity money. of it right right but if like, people really only understand finances when we get into the people that are inhuman as we've discussed yeah i know but so anyways um yeah i mean i don't it's not for me i don't really like the other thing that makes me really nervous about it, and one of the primary reasons i didn't want i'm not ready for the commercialization is for because they don't have a dwi test for it they pull you ah. over, they breathalyze you, and they know what your blood alcohol content is. They have no way of testing you for intoxication via uh, marijuana. Um, so it's like – I mean, I hate to sound all dumpy on that whole subject, but the reality is there's probably 99 in 100 drunk drivers don't get caught anyway. 
So what's what's the real risk there? Oh, like, huh. well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not saying we shouldn't enforce it's, it's not a bad thing, but we don't really enforce drunk driving. Well, the okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's, for argument's sake, we'll just accept that as as valid. The whole wake and bake thing, right? Like nobody's <laughs> I mean, not nobody, but the 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 frequency of people like just having a joint and then Oh, they're doing it while they're driving. I mean, yeah, as a person who, right. as a person who is a, you know, a bicyclist, yeah. as you know. Uh I am in the wind, so to speak. <laughs> and I am the wind. Yeah, I mean, I can locate a vehicle with a person in it that is smoking while they are driving. Hotboxing? Yeah, they're hotboxing. I mean, they, they crack their window or whatever. But I'm like, okay, yeah, somebody that just passed through here. Okay, I'm getting closer, especially if there's traffic. Oh, they just turned right. Oh, there they are. Yeah, like I can see them. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, a little I, I, more, a little more like drawing attention to yourself than just like having a sneaky beer under the seat, right? And it's yeah, yeah. Not that I've done that, I'm not advocating for that. And, and but I know there's probably people out there that me. I'm hoping there's people. Well, I hope we have listeners. One, two. There's probably listeners that may partake in smoking <laughs> marijuana. Please do it safely and not while you're driving. And I don't really like. I don't really down on. Like I'm not really like oh you druggy, but uh, it's not for me really. And um. Just, I, I don't know, I wouldn't put any of that poison in my body. It's yeah, well, see, I'm enjoying yeah. a dead guy ale by Rogue Brewery. <laughs> see? Yeah. I know. It's a total hypocrite thing. I, I get it. Do I that. get it. Weed's safer for you than alcohol. Fine. Alcohol is – why is alcohol legal? Well, there's a lot of different reasons, too. It's regulated. It's very highly regulated. Blah, blah, blah. But um, – Is it? Yeah. I mean, there's. it's a federally – it's not a federal – it's federally regulated. <laughs> you know, like, Regulated in what sense? Like they can't poison you? Well, like – I mean, they – could but they would get caught like yeah there's no ingredients labels on the can uh no no but there's barcodes and it's still like <laughs> like i can't dr- i couldn't drive across the line with a dime bag of weed in my car like that's a federal crime if i drove to new york i could be yeah. in serious serious trouble and f- just mm-hmm. forget about it right so and it's an all-cash business because it's a federal crime banks can't like you can't use a credit card because all credit cards are banked fdic right federally Whatever insurance, I don't know. They're all they're all banked by right, the federal right. government. You know, I remember your position on this from another episode. With the whole, yeah. that's why that's why it's tricky because yeah. it's yeah, it's it's I, and again, like, why do we need to be the tip of the spear on this? That people, we should be the tip of the spear. It's like, a good question. Why did a, your town of all towns decide it wanted to be the forefront of? I mean, is it that packed full of uh, potheads? Because it makes money. We voted it down, by the way. Um, hmm. The large portion of again. Uh, the what we what once was minority is basically my, the my, majority now. The Chinese and Asian uh, Indian populations in my town are h- more against it than the white populations. Super conservative, okay. And they because well, they're here for primarily for education. They don't want that stuff getting in the way of. Educating. I feel like I should take it up. So don't you smoke it? Yeah, why not? If you got it, smoke it. If you, no, anyways, my they, neighbor's growing it. I mean, I could go to his house. Well, that's uh, yeah. My other neighbor's like, I'm just gonna grow it everywhere. I'm like, you, well, you can't because you that's can't. Not the law. You cannot grow up to six plants, but they can't be seen from the road. Yeah, or like yeah. you can't be publicly visible, right? It's that's what I mean. It's such these weird, arbitrary things. It's like, what the heck? Why? Why? I definitely. I, now that I think about it, I I have at least four or five hookups that I could use. I know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I could make a list of people. I could walk over to their house right now, and and I could throw a stone at their house from here, like. I go over there now, and I bet you they'd have something. See, for me. dude, that's criminal, right in your backyard. Probably people coming to buy from them. Unsavory characters. We have all kinds of titles for the show. 
Are they unsavory though? They're I pretty don't know. savory. No, but that's one of the like things that people say. Yeah. They do. But only if they're not white. That's yeah, that's one of the things that white people yeah. say. Those are unsavory <laughs> characters. <laughs> right. Like yeah. they're tasting them. I don't know. Like, hmm, you're kind of sweet, but you're not savory. Oh, you know, yeah, not savory enough. Yeah. Very sweet. Salty. I don't know. It's such a weird weird thing. I don't know. Like I said. So let's go the Portugal way. Make it know. all okay and then treat the people that are Portugal. Maybe it was somewhere else. But it was one of those countries in the European lands. Mm-hmm. Uh well, that's the thing. And people, I'm like, well, why not make crack cocaine legal? And they're like, why would you ever think of doing that? I mean, to me, what's the difference? <laughs> right? You're getting high. Is it because well, one's addictive and one's be... not? One's yeah, natural some... and one's not? One's a plant? One's Tobacco's a natural plant. I sent you a funny thing I saw this weekend. We were I was out walking on a hiking trail and it was it was showing. I didn't some quite stuff. understand why it was funny, to be honest. Well, okay, well I'll explain it to me. To me, it was very <laughs> funny because so it was, and they showed and it was like this travel through time in Acton, right? And it was this oh. trail that sh- had a couple of different interesting characteristics about it. It's by the Neshoba Brook, which hundreds of years ago, three hundred years they had they had a, like a foundation from a building that was three hundred years old, and almost three hundred years old, and uh, they had a, they have. Like excavated, it's not really archaeological digs because it's not that old. But they have like they know where a mill was, a grain mill was, and another kind of mill that ran on this river. And this building was associated with it. And they also know from some Native American things that were there, like some rock structures and stuff. And then they had this big field, and I guess what the field was for. I think the point of the sign was was that they grew tobacco there. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing to me was like they explained what tobacco was and it was like as a footnote oh, yeah. oh and can be smoked which is like the primary reason we use tobacco for now. It had all these other uses for tobacco and then oh and can be smoked which oh, it can be smoked yeah which is like uh, I don't know I think it was very I optimistic said- that people in the short term wouldn't know what tobacco was for when uh, sure 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 well you know they took it off Wikipedia or something plagiarized it the I think the slow adoption of these kinds of things, it's just the way kind of government goes. It has to go kind of slow, which is annoying in general. But I think it's necessary as much as it annoys me when it goes slow, because who am I to say that my idea is the correct one? Even though, of course, it is. But in the grand scheme of things, eh, maybe it's not. Or maybe someone else's idea is not. So you have to kind of let these things get introduced a little more slowly and adopted a little more slowly and kind of like, oh, let's get this piece of it in and let's see how that goes and let's adjust some regulations and then work on some more. And everyone in the meantime, everyone's like, rush this through. You know, I need my CBD oils for my pains. And it's like, you know, two years ago, this didn't even exist. Which you guys are crazy. Like, oh, I'm all for slowness. That's what I'm saying. We got you. You need to know what you're getting yourself into because a lot of these things, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tooth you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube tube tube, yeah i mean you can because they did it at some point right (laughs) you just need to get the machine um that fills the tubes yeah right but the point yes but that is a great science project for like a science fair for a kid you know how to put the toothpaste back in the tube that is kind of a good one uh (laughs) except you'll like ruin everybody's analogy that they use exactly that's the whole point uh well you just want to troll them but the uh where was i going with this well so the interesting thing is so washington state of washington and the state of colorado have had it's been legalized for many years there right and you will get complete opposite ends of the spectrum on the sort of like you said the analysis or what the 
you want to introduce these things slowly to see the impacts. Well, the impacts, depending on which side of the fence you're on, on this, the legality of it. One, it's a giant money maker, and your your town's going to be rich, and everybody's going to be driving Lamborghinis because of all the money that's going to come in from all the tax. Money's a big right? motivator, yeah. And the other token on the other side of this, the fence is, oh, sure, you're going to be making all this money, but you're going to be paying even more money because you're going to have all these other people. You're going to have to pay for ambulances and, and safety, and now you're going to have to have a cop there all the time, so you have to pay for him, and then you're probably going to have to buy another ambulance, which is $500,000, like, completely other way. Like, yeah, you'll make more you, tax you- revenue, but- and you can be pretty logical about these things, I think. Like, I take a town my size, like 10,000 people. Sure. Let's That's assume it. it's an That's enclosed. That's your 10,000? You're half as big as we are. Eh, 10 or 12. You're much yeah. denser. Uh, yeah. Um, just say we're enclosed for the sake of argument. Like, okay. everyone does everything here. So, everyone's got their money to spend. Yeah. And if they, if, we, if we're going to get richer as a town, well... Uh, that means the people in the town would have to spend their money on the weed instead of whatever else they were spending it on. Which so what are they trading up? Uh, well, they're not giving it to their dealer anymore. <laughs> so the so they're I mean they were getting it somewhere. So you'd have to assume that either it's the people that already smoke that are just changing where they're buying it from, or it's people that didn't use to smoke that are now starting. Okay. And so what are they giving up? What is their opportunity cost or what are they, what is the cash that, where is it coming from? They used to spend it on something. They're not anymore because yeah. they're spending it on weed. What was that thing that they gave up? And here's another thing. Yes, it's a good question. Where is the money going, right? Because if you're spending $100 and 6%, we'll write every numbers around, but there's 6% is one of these numbers, that 94% is going somewhere. Six percent is getting the tax revenue. Where's the ninety-four percent going? Well, I assume it goes into the growing process and paying the employees yeah. and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. So say you have an employee that is a local. Okay. So that employee is making, I don't know, what's an employee cost? Even if it's forty percent, you're still having fifty-four percent of the of the revenue is going where? To whoever, uh, whatever company, big, big, fat, uh, fat cat, big, big weed. weed. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, whatever company is growing the weed. And so that is probably not in Maynard, right? That town is not in the, oh, I mean, that's all for that capitalism, all that good stuff. I mean, they're, they're no, job creators. Well, no, I'm not. What I'm not for is the disingenuousness of it, right? Like, oh, let's see. It's, you yeah. need, you need an act in weed farm, is what you're saying. I mean, it's basically some, yeah, I mean, if you're going to you grow, need, every, uh, like you said, locally you're... grown farmers market. Come on, <laughs> yeah, some sweet act and kind bud. I don't know. It, <laughs> it would get there, right? I mean, eventually, you can imagine, literally, your farmers market. I'm, there's probably people that want this now. A booth at the farmers market is like, you know, they got edibles and stuff. I know some of these. Well, they're there. Are... The edibles are there with the CBD oils, like. Yeah, are they really same uh, thing? Uh, well, no, it's not the same thing. But so the difference is the CBD supposedly marijuana produces produces two different chemicals, THC uh-huh. and CBD oil. Oh. CBD oil has all this medicinal qualities that people say, whereas THC is the one that gets you high. Um, Which one goes in the brownies? Well, that is the THC. Okay. Yeah, and like the edibles and stuff. Now. The guy I was talking to, so I had a little bit of a conversation about this. The guy, when I ran that 50-mile race, 50K race, and I wiped out and messed up my ankle and halfway Uh through, I had like several hours sitting in the ice bath tent. And the guy, the the company running the ice baths was a CBD oil company. Of course. 
So they had these crazy ice baths, which by the way, they weren't running, right? They would basically fill up one of those big, like big things. You put a keg in with ice and they'd fill it with ice. And then they'd yeah. fill the, then they'd top it off with water. So the yeah. thing was, you know, it's impossible to put your leg in or, or ankle in or whatever. Solid block. Way too yeah. cold. Yeah. And, uh, and they were throwing these CBD bath bombs in there, right? And they were, you know, this was their, they were sponsoring this. The, mm-hmm. And, uh, so it was a little bit like they couldn't tell me. None of the employees could actually tell me, like, what does CBD stand for? With Keenan, yeah, they couldn't figure that out. Like, <laughs> they didn't know, which was hilarious. I'm like, well, why are stands for yeah. freedom, man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I'm, I don't know as much, right? And I'm like I said, I've never really partaked in it. I've never partook in it at all. So I don't know the benefits. I know there are other people there, glaucoma, and other people that have some sort of neurological disorders that that really speak highly of how it helps the. Those sure. symptoms, and we've all seen those videos of the guy with the the shaky disease. What's it called? Uh, Alex Keaton had it, although that's not his real name. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Is it Michael a- J. Fox. Not, not ALS, right? It wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, I think it was ALS. Yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah, and so, but who am I? I'm I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Uh, no, you're not. Um. Anything? I, no, I just don't. I, it's hard for me to say on these things, and right, and but but a lot of it's still. So anecdotal, and that's also. I mean, well, I'm against you know any sort of driving and driving drunk and driving while high. Just let's just ban all driving would be good start. (laughs) The there's a lot of liberties, right? That people people want to go. If people Parkinson's, that's the one. If people want to smoke, if people want to rub themselves in CBD oil and get excited about it, it's not hurting anyone, is it? Is it hurting anyone? That's, where do you draw the line? No, right. Where do you draw the line, right? If I were to go smoke a bowl of crack, am I going to hurt anybody if I'm sitting in my basement? Well, there is an argument that you are hurting other people when you know your life is in such shambles that other people have to help you. Yeah, okay. When you're a burden on society, okay. let's say. Yeah. I mean, you could do that by eating a thousand pounds of potato chips right now, you know? And people do. You're a burden on society. I mean, I mean you broke you broke your back and your shoulder. Burden on society, right well, there. <laughs> drinking to excess, though, right? Everybody just goes back to, well, you can drink as much beer as you want, right? I mean, if I had enough of these tasty beverages, I would get super fat, and uh, you know, be need this all is, kinds of medical attention, liver cirrhosis, and all that other stuff. This is the problem with every single one of, well, almost everyone's arguments is where do you draw the line on who is a burden and who isn't? What? How much is too much of something? So that now you're impeding someone else's liberties and freedoms and whatever, or services or public funding or something like, or even just like, say, is it bad if you end up dying early or if you just, uh, if you need a lot of end of life care, let's say, or if you don't get the flu shot, if you don't get the flu shot, yeah, that's definitely bad. You should be getting your flu shot. You but, should, um, after we're done, watch the Ted talk. Am I a risk to society? Yes. Because of that? So should it be mandatory? Should vaccinations be mandatory? Yeah, this is a good question. I think this is a very good question. I mean, some are, right? If you're going to go now to do some things, they do mandate them. Some are. And and isn't it interesting how quickly our attitudes shift? So if you go to the doctor and they say like, hey, uh, you know, I'm traveling to wherever. And they go, well, you got to get this MMR vaccine or whatever. Like, you literally can't get on the plane unless you have paperwork that says you have this vaccine. You're like, okay, well, give it to me then. No problem. Right? But if someone else says, well, let's make the flu shot, 
mandatory. No way. It's my right, you know. Uh, when does it change from being... I find people sort of turn that thing on and off. Like when there's a law versus no law, that's illegal. Just like the weed thing, right? That's illegal. You should be in jail. Hey, it's not legal anymore. You know, yeah, party. It's weird. What about uh, mandatory helmet wearing while riding bicycles? That happened today. Yeah. What do you mean? The National Transportation Safety Board. I don't know why you're making this up, but I wasn't. Well, no, it's well because it's recent thing that happened to me, and everyone's like, "You had a helmet on." Well, that's good. Like that's a- they literally just voted on it today. No way, really. No, it, it's not a law. They voted in some committee meeting to say that the, the NTSB to say yes, we're in favor of making it mandatory for all people in the United States. Fed suggests all fifty states should make wearing bike helmets such bull. <laughs> I mean, what? So I want to ride yeah. my bike to my freaking neighbor's house. I got to mandatorily wear a helmet. You could get a ticket. You don't have to yet, but they're saying. See, this state- is such. See, this is stuff to just. They're <laughs> 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 impeding your liberties. This is bull crap. I mean, for real though. Like it's not. It's especially when you you as you said, you could show a lot of statistics that it doesn't really help. Right. There are a lot, yeah. And, and so they, they didn't base anything on those. And are these other countries that where bike commuting is a very key part of the their like culture and their society? They're not wearing helmets. No, they are not. Uh, I didn't mean to get too deep into that rabbit hole, but yes, you brought it up as a joke. I brought it up as a joke, and yeah, it's a real today. thing. Now I'm, yeah, they did it today. <laughs> this, so it's not real in that it's there's no laws yet, but they're they're recommending the states make laws. Huh. Oh, look at this. Yeah. And it, it, the some people argue the ban may have an unintended consequence. A ban of what? Discouraging. What? A ban of not wearing helmets? Some of the agents. Yeah, what? <laughs> Less of, than half of pedal pushers. That's what they call them, pedal pushers, by the way. Hmm. Wear helmets. And it says, the panel's recommendation came, some of the agency's own staff argue that the increase in deaths come from poor infrastructure and reckless drivers. Bing, bing, bing. And argued a ban may have the unintended consequence. A ban of what? It doesn't make any sense. It's become- well, you, fine. Yes. Yeah. The law, the law. Oh, we'll have the a unintended. Ban, a ban of cycling without a helmet, let's say. Oh, really? Is that what the ban is? I don't know. I'm just kind of getting you to move along. Anyways, yeah. They're saying that people aren't going to wear, aren't going to ride bikes. They're, they're not trying to ride. encourage yeah. people to ride bikes, but then they're not going to. They won't. Yeah. Well, because <sighs> imagine people who are renting like a, you know, getting a city bike or something. They're not going to have a helmet with them. Right. And then, you know, what else will happen, which is all like, no, that's not true. You know, law enforcement will use it as a way to pick out the people they feel like picking out. Oh, again. Right. You're right. They would. I would. I don't have to worry about this. No. Um, NTP staff analyst Dr. Ivan Chung noted that the Netherlands, where protected bike lanes are plentiful, has almost no bike fatalities despite not having helmet laws. The difference between the Netherlands and the U.S. is infrastructure. Not to shame the U.S., but we are 20 or 30 years behind. Yeah, we can be shamed. Well, this was the guy. Wow. Oh, he said not to shame. Yeah, he should totally shame us. Uh, Good. Yeah. Can we we steer away from the... Every show doesn't have to be about bikes. Well... Okay, let's, yeah, we did kind of get, I but it's about the liberty, right? Like what? Yeah, oh yeah, the liberties, yeah. It was about the liberty, like wh- why should the government be telling me what I want to do with my own? Well, there are some things. So the question is more of why should the government be telling you to do something that doesn't affect anyone else? So you can make the argument that if you're not wearing a bike helmet, 
you could get hurt and need care that the government has to provide. You could make that argument. Yeah, fine. I, we don't statistically we don't think it's true. That's right. the whole point. It's healthier. Like you're better off encouraging people to ride because then they'll be less fat and they'll need less healthcare. And that's just a true thing. I mean, this is this is. There's no way to argue this. Like the whole like just. Whatever it's okay, you know, it's it's not okay to be super unhealthy forever. It's you're gonna need a lot of care. Your body's gonna wear out faster. Uh, it's it's better to be more active. <clears throat> That's just fact. But I don't know where Jason's going. Uh, you so you could try to make that argument. Sorry. I looked into it with like seatbelt laws too. Like why is it okay? And we yeah. talked about this once for them to tell you that you must wear a seatbelt while driving when you know no one else is at risk. Well. There is a wording for this. They, they seatbelt laws, they argued, well, not only do you have passengers in the car that are important, but uh, if you, basically, if something happens where you kind of fall out of your seat, you're going to lose control of the vehicle. So the, the laws, the seatbelt laws, the way they wrote them are mostly to protect other people because you might lose control of the vehicle by getting you know bounced out of the driver's seat essentially okay which i thought was interesting yeah it's a good it's a good angle like yeah. no you cannot have that liberty you don't you don't get the liberty of being like in your open door jeep with no seatbelt on because you could literally just fall right out the door <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> look at my jeep i took the doors off people are so excited about that nonsense <laughs> yeah i don't understand that either summertime i took the doors <laughs> off got my leg hanging out the side parked it on a rock <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I those are those nuanced arguments, right? You get your liberties, you get your p- pursuit of happiness as long as you're not harming others. So we make the laws around to we make these policies to kind of shape decision making and whatnot, so that you're not impeding other people's liberties, right? But some people don't get that. It's very strange. Like I, you know, I want to be able to carry guns and shoot them whenever I want. It's like, no, 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 you can't just shoot them whenever you want at anything you want because there's other people around. Like, uh, I mean, what are some obvious ones? Like driving drunk or whatever. Yeah. You can't just drive drunk because that's dangerous. Uh, you can't just uh, set fires wherever you want. I don't know. What are some other good ones? Like laws that seem uh, unrelated to driving. Let's avoid the driving right. ones. We want laws that are clearly like for society's should- safety. Yeah, like, I should be able to do this if I want to. It's like, no, 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 no. I mean, a lot of the building codes are for that reason. Well, I should be able to build my house however I want. It's like, no, 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 because uh, the plumbing ones in particular, I remember reading about this, the building codes for plumbing are super important because if you do something incorrectly, and there's a lot of ways to do something incorrectly, you can quite literally attach the sewer to the water supply. (laughs) And poison everyone oh, in your town. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. You could. And, and you know, they go so far as to specifying uh, how far away the overflow on a sink, you know, needs to be from the actual spout. Just so that if your sink overflows, for example, the spout never touches the water that's touching the sewer. It's a weird. Okay. Weird sort of like electricity, you know, game you played when you were kids. But it, you could take it to the other extreme where you actually literally do kind of somehow connect the two pipes which would be weird but huh didn't think of that so you could poison the whole town by connecting the sewer to the water supply there's one example 
You could mess up electricity. Probably the same thing, right? If you connected the electricity wrong, you could continually blow out everybody's electricity. Yeah, you could you could do some things. The- you could do some things. And or if you just do if you build some things horribly, it all gets hidden and then you've created a danger for someone else that lives there. Like a renter or the next owner kind mm-hmm. of thing. <clears throat> okay. All right. So what else? Building codes. Building codes are important. Um what else can't you do? Uh, it's got to be all think. kinds of stuff, right? It's got to be. I mean, just any loss. I don't think we, we pay much attention to the things that we're not allowed to do. Yeah. Because they're just not available. Tr- like, I can't go into a store and buy a what? I don't know. Are there rules about... Lottery uh, ticket? <laughs> you can buy the... I don't know why they're okay with that. That whole thing's really <laughs> dumb. What do you mean? Uh, tech. The fact that the state government sells lottery tickets. Oh, it's like oh. super, super dumb. Yeah, but you're only 18. But it's still, it's, it's, we both know it's a tax on the poor. That's what it is. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. But drinking in public, you know, I can't have a beer if somebody else can That's see. a thing. Yeah. You can't do, oh, yeah. What things you can do in other countries yeah. that you can't do here? Uh, Walk down the sideways. Drinking in public is something you can definitely do in most yeah. European cities. Um, I had another one like that. I don't remember the other one. Boy, jeez, I don't even know what I'm not allowed to do. Yeah. <laughs> not much, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there is, a, well, sure, public nudity. Not that I'm super psyched. Don't get the wrong idea. What do you mean? But you can't just be, you can't just be naked in public in the summertime when it's hot. Women can't be topless. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Oh, that's. Right? Yeah, uh, that's a weird one. That's a weird one, but True. True. It's very societal, right. right? It would be an, an abrupt change. People would freak out. People do it occasionally. It. Like there's pushback, right? And supposedly in New York, it's not. You can be topless. Um, so there are, you know, people in New York. Yeah, New York City. So oh, people will do that. this in New York City and Central Park and stuff. And okay. people get uncomfortable around it. And uh, yeah, and then then there was a there was a pretty famous thing of. Uh, some girls up in New Hampshire tried to do this. I, I don't even think they were 18. Yeah, so I, don't, I think they were minors. And they made a protest. They took all their tops off and stuff. And they got dragged into to, to, uh, court for that. Charged with rape or something? No, I think they Some got nonsense. charged with, you know, public indecency. Not with <laughs> rape of what? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't um, know. Nonsense. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, what else do we do? We can't. Oh, and, New, and I know there's a part parts of Vermont where there's no laws either because there's like a community up there that you can bump in. Milk into. has to be homogenized. Yes, that's or homogenized or pasteurized. Pasteurized, pasteurized and yeah. both, I think, right? Yeah, you can't drink raw milk, right? You can't there's sell lots of food regulations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, meat has to be frozen, right? Does yeah, it? it's like if you go to a farmer's market, everything there was frozen at some point. Like you can't just like I could go kill the chicken in my backyard, but if I were to sell it, I'd have to freeze it first, oh. which is weird. Um, yeah, lots of lots of food regulations. Those make sense. No, that, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense because usually that's like a somebody's not. I mean, that's a business, and you have to kind of hold them to a standard because they're providing stuff that can make people very sick or kill them. I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of a boring topic. Nothing to do <laughs> at all with our bit. children. Can you hear the cat snoring again? It's cat no. Snoring. Yeah, about actually, is there any kid stuff that we're not allowed to do? Car seats. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, cars car again. Darn it. We used to just we used to just sit in laundry baskets and kids have to have bike helmets on. That's another back thing of the we talked about truck. that. 
Right, right. And now it's a law, so everyone would freak out. The kid has to be wearing yeah. a helmet. When we were kids, you know, no one wore a helmet. We didn't, didn't make them. Um, <laughs> they didn't exist. You couldn't even, you couldn't even get a helmet on. Uh, yeah. No. Weird. Yeah. Weird how we change. What's, is it always, is progress always good? That's the question. No. no I'm kidding. Um, I mean, well, is, I don't uh, know. Is change always good? No. Um, that brought me to the other topics because I, I heard the cat snoring. My wife and I have this debate going on right now. It's less of a debate, more of a stalemate, although I don't care too much. Um, so we got this cat from the shelter. Wait, so what? It was supposed to be from a cat shelter. It was supposed to be a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A foster thing? Okay, yeah. I don't quite know why they need to be fostered when they're in the shelter. Hilarious, but whatever. But so okay, we fostered yeah. this cat for a little bit, and then, of course, we kept it because that's what yes. So we kept this foster cat, and, um, and one day my wife tried to take it out. They tried to take it outside on a leash because <laughs> that, that always works, right? Because <laughs> cats are super into you taking away their liberties. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? So, of course, the cat escaped the leash in about two seconds flat. Okay, yeah. And just went flying out of the yard. You yeah. Know, who knows? And they panicked and panicked, and then the cat came back later that day because it's hungry. Yeah. And, hey, can I? Where's my dinner? Right. Oh, the cat came back. Well, from that point forward, the cat was like, "Hey, outside's fun. I'd like to be outside." <laughs> and uh, so it would just run out the door anytime you open the door. And and my, I think my wife was probably the is the worst one out of the entire family of about actually paying attention to what happens when she opens the door, and the cat knows this. <laughs> so if I would come in the door, the cat wouldn't try. Right, her name's Mabel. Okay, Mabel, the cat. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I know. So, <laughs> so if I open the door, Mabel would just be sitting there looking at me, and then I'd watch her. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then, because there's a big glass thing on the side door, and then I'd see my wife coming in from outside, and she would see her through the glass, and as soon as she saw it was her, she would get up on her legs, and then when the door cracked, she would just go full sprint, go under the door, really? and like around her legs, and she wouldn't. My wife wouldn't even notice that the cat had escaped, and then she just shuts the door behind her. I'm like, you realize you just let Mabel out again? No right? way. Said, oh. She wouldn't know? <laughs> no, she wouldn't know, because the cat knew how to like go under the door and then to the side. So so she's going around the side of the door to come in the normal people way, and the cat went underneath the door as it was opening up. But she would only do it to her, because she knew she wouldn't notice. Huh. It's very strange. Um, so anyway, long story short, or getting shorter... I thought it was great. The cat was super happy. She'd go outside. She'd come back at dinner. She'd hang out on the swing set, like looking at stuff. Like she'd go up in the fort on the swing set. She'd climb the ladder. And uh, she'd just look around. And she was happy. Like she was super psyched. She'd come back inside, take a nap, have her dinner. I'm like, cat's having fun. What's the big deal? So I'd let her out all the time on purpose. Well, Uh now all of a sudden the laws are changing. And we can no longer let this cat outside. Oh, no, not new the laws. Real laws. The land. Well, the laws of our household, Although, anyway. Another rabbit trail. There are laws about what animals you can have. That's weird, right? I can't have a sugar glider as a pet. That is or right. Like some other... I don't think I could have a capybara. Yeah, we can have capy. Well, they're socially animals. You need to get two. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a social animal. Here comes the cat. Right. So, there's another one, right? Uh, yeah. And there's laws about which animals we can eat. Yeah. You can't just eat the house cats. And we're not even Orthodox Jews. Um, but, and those are just yeah those are our own laws yeah. that we make for ourselves 
Um, so the, the, the laws have changed. My, my wife has decreed the cat is no longer outside. And I'm like, I cannot, I am not going to be your police state, right? This is, I am not your Gestapo. Right? Whoa. I, there's no way I am enforcing that law. I'm not watching my step going in and out of the door every time. It's ridiculous. But you already, already you weren't letting the cat out. No, I let the cat out all the time. I wasn't. Oh, but now you do. But she would keep escaping whenever my wife came in. And I'm like, this is dumb. Let's just let her out. So I let her out all the time. She goes to the door in the morning. I let her out. You know, and then she comes back in. Um, so now I'm not allowed to let her outside. And she's going to get uh, she's gonna get fat and lazy and boring and hate her life. We'll see. She, she had a taste of freedom, and we took it away. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, she gave me this whole list, right? My wife, not the cat. This whole list of reasons. I should read them too. She's going to hate me, but she can't hear the show. She never listens. Uh, What's my wife's name? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, She sent me a list. And it's it's literally like one of these memes that your grandmother might send you. Uh, How do I open things? Oh, here it is. Okay. What an indoor only cat misses. This is what it says. Wait, this is a list that she sent to you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It misses being hit by a car, oh. <laughs> being stolen, being used as bait in dog fighting. Oh. And I'm like, are you, are you for real with this? Like, this is garbage. Right? You know, it goes on. Fights with cats, dogs, skunks, fox, foxes, coyotes, bears, and raccoons. Rain, snow, very hot, or cold weather. Being abused and tortured by strangers. Gunshot wounds, BB guns. Being sold to laboratories for testing. Getting lost. Infections, disease, sickness, FIV, injuries, animal traps, rat poisoning, antifreeze poisoning, rock salt burns, fleas, ticks, getting collar caught, ringworm, unwanted pregnancy, hungry hawks. And I said to her, you know, the only, my only takeaway from this is that we need to take her collar off before we let her outside. Why? <laughs> because one of the things in the list was getting their collar caught on things. Like, if there's a danger of getting her collar caught when they goes outside, why do you put a collar on her to let people know who she belongs to in case she gets outside? Your, Isn't that... Yeah, but doesn't your cat have, a, like, a breakaway collar? Uh, yeah, I think she yeah, does. Yeah, our cats have breakaway... Like, co- cat... Our, bleh, our cats have collars, but they, like, you can just pull them the open. Breakaway. Like, if it was running and it got caught on a tree branch or a bear's mouth... It would just cut it <laughs> Which is apparently what's going to happen. I mean, my favorite is just like being used as bait in dogfight. I mean, what kind of neighborhood do you think we're living in here? Being sold to laboratories for testing. Yeah. Like, that's, see, that's just not what I see. This kind of fear mongering is bizarre, right? And she, and of course, she told me, like, I saw a hawk flying around today. I'm like, whoop de doo. We saved the cat's life by keeping her indoors. Like, you know what? I am, I I mean, I can't make a choice for the cat, but the cat's already made its own choice. Yeah. She wants to be outside. Yeah. She loves the outside, right? And it's, she, if she gets scooped up by a hawk and eaten or half eaten, and we have to put her down somehow by driving over her with the car. Jeez. Yeah. So it goes, right? She had a super fun life hanging out. Jumping up and down in the leaves, running around outside, and a hawk got her. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be pretty surprised if a cat would lose a fight to a hawk. You think so? I mean, depends on how much they weigh. Hawks can pick up a lot of stuff. Hawks can, and they're yeah, they're super quick. I get it. But cats are also very, very quick. They're pretty. They're pretty, and they know a lot more about what's going on than they let on. (laughs) Right. They know the birds are there. Yeah. 
I mean, even my stupid my, chickens know when the hawks are by. Yeah. They act all different, and they you can see that they kind of have one eye on the sky when they know a hawk's around. We had so, a cat when I was a kid. Yeah. I would go outside. And she used to sit. I think it was also a she. She used to sit in the middle of the backyard. And like, what is she doing? And then the birds would start antagonizing her. They'd swoop down. Oh, really? They'd swoop down at her, and she would just sit there in the yard pretending to ignore them. And then all of a sudden, one of the birds would swoop down too low, uh-huh. and she would leap straight up in the air and rip the thing out of the sky and kill it. Like Really? <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Cat just killed another bird. What is happening? Like, she'd go out there and bait them into taunting her, and then she would rip it out of the air and kill it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Huh. Cat's taking some liberties. Yeah. Well, so sort of addendum to this, uh, Halloween comes and goes. We didn't, we didn't talk about Halloween at all. Oh, hey, Halloween. Yeah. And, um, end of the night, everyone's kids are off in bed. My wife went off to bed. I'm kind of wandering around still. Um, I didn't get back in my, this, as of two nights ago, it's now Tuesday. As of Sunday, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going back to my bed. I was still sleeping on the couch and stuff. And. Wait, slow down. Back. Why are you sleeping on the couch? Because my back and my shoulder were still, my, my shoulder was, my back is still giving me problems. So it's been six weeks today. Uh, the couch is better. Yeah, the ca- well for a couple reasons. One, our couch is so I try. I did sleep in our bed a couple times, and what I found was, and it was enough times where it wasn't just like us oh, one off. Where I would wake up in the morning and my back would be super stiff, like way worse, and then it would bother me during the day. And I think what was going on was two things. One, my bed was more comfortable, so I'd sleep heavier and I wouldn't move around as much, which is good and bad. <laughs> Because I and two, my bed's softer, so it, mm-hmm. it wasn't as supportive. Whereas the couch is stiffer. And three, my kids still come into bed every night. <laughs> every every and night. In fact, yes. In the last two days, I've gotten up before six o'clock because one of our kids is in bed, and my daughter's got a little bit of a, maybe the same cold that I've got, and she'll s- be sleeping and be like, <laughs> and then she'll stop breathing, and I'll be like, what? And then she'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh. And then, you know, we're not wake up, but she'll start breathing again. I'm like, oh my gosh. So this happened like for, I was like, fine, I'm up. I can't, I can't deal with this. So, uh, that didn't happen in downstairs and on the couch. So I now forget have, where I was going. You know, going I have one of this. those, I have one of those wedges. Did I tell you this? No. It's like a big, stiff foam wedge because I, I used it, I had to sleep on the wedge when my shoulder was broken. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I've been but sleeping I just put in the recliner. Yeah. All right. All right. I get close enough. Avoid your kids. It's fine. Yeah. Well, okay. Go, go on. So I don't know where I was going with this. I Halloween. Forgot. Oh, yeah. You were going back to the recliner. I'm, I'm walking around. I kind of like just picking up the house a little bit. It's 10 o'clock-ish, um, 10.30. And there's like some leaves. Like a bunch of kids came through the house, tracked a bunch of leaves and garbage through the house. So I was like cleaning some of it up. And I go and I pick something up. I'm like, what's this? This is weird. I'm like, oh, it's a little bit of a – it's a bird or what? Why is there a bird here? Whoa, and then the head kind of flopped over. I thought it was like a decoration that we had from like Halloween decoration. Nope. It was a dead bird just sitting in the, mm-hmm. in the middle of the room. Like, where the heck did this come from? So I put it in a little thing and I wait till the next morning. I'm like, did anybody bring this in as a joke? Thinking they found a dead bird. I'm like, aha, let's see what happens when somebody finds this. Nobody fessed up to it. I, I still don't know where the bird came from, but one of my cats, I'm sure, had got it and brought it in the house and killed it. Like, uh, uh, but the only way this is possible is if this bird somehow got onto our screen porch, because we have three cats, we don't let them out, 
Uh, they have gotten out on occasion, and one of them, like you said, just likes to be out and will like disappear and be like, "Hey, I'm gone, see ya." And then I get all freaked out because I'm gonna convince I'm gonna end up scraping it off the road. But they always come back. The other ones, one of them has would one of them would like to sneak out on us. Like we would try, he would like get out when the kids would be paying attention. They'd open the door, and then he would freak out, and just meow meow meow, like yowling, like help me, help me, what have I done? And uh, you know. <laughs> So they've kind of let stop doing it. We've screened in porch in the back. They live out there all summer. They just hang out out there and sleep all day. But somehow this bird got on the back porch because we found some bird droppings on the back porch and the cats got it and killed it. I'm like, huh? all right. Must I mean, you probably busted through the screen. You should check your screen for holes. There is a hole, but I mean, it's not like a bird just flies through the hole like I'm one in a million. No, it probably smashed through the corner of the screen somewhere because it didn't see it. Oh, you think really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, maybe I'll go scour again, but. I don't know. It seems a little weird, but it's, it, yeah. But yeah, dead bird in the house, just hanging out. Nobody, it's not like the cat brought it to us and like put it on our bed or something. Like, hey, here you go. Thanks for taking yeah, care of me. Yeah, it's a gift. Yeah. But they didn't. They just like, yeah, dropped it. I'm done with it. It's not moving around. Oh, it's close. I mean, you go in that area. I guess. It was probably when you were on the couch. Weird. Cats are weird. <laughs> Sleeping on the couch. It sucks. Still, after six I weeks. I told you, I'm not. I'm done. No. Now, okay. So, a little recap on that. Between weeks four and five, like when weeks four came, I was still pretty hurting. Between weeks four and five, I got a lot better real quick. And my arm, especially my shoulder, got a lot better. Between week five and six, I felt like, okay, I'm human again. And now I got to start PT. And so I started I had my first PT eval today. And uh, I was like, yeah, I really want to just like start getting like, so, you know, you're here for PT, blah, blah, blah. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you said you were running. Do you want to get back to that? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like, I'm ang- very anxious to do this. It was really weird. The doctor, when I met in to make the appointments, because it's right in our building, I just walked down there. I'm like, here are the scripts. And they're like, okay, here, let's make a whole bunch of appointments. So I have appointments through the first week in January. And they made me for an ev- two evals on the same day. So I go in for the first one today at eight, eight no, not eight o'clock, whatever it was. 8 and 7.30, 7.30 this morning. And they're like, uh, and they're acting all weird. And they're like, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a 7.30 appointment. No, you're supposed to be here at 1. I'm like, no, I have a 7.30 and a 1. Well, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean I can't do that? Well, you can't have two, we can't do two PTs at the same time for two separate injuries. I'm like, what do you mean? Why not? And they're like, well, which would you rather do? Like, are you want to go through this? I'm like, yes. See, this is I, why I did Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Like, I absolutely, yeah, and this is like a totally arbitrary, stupid thing. Like, well, if one was occupational therapy and one was physical therapy, but because you have two physical therapy, I'm like. And they say it like you should understand. I'm like, yeah. And and then like, well, what would you rather do? I'm like, I have no idea. You tell me. What would I rather do? Like, what should I do? I'm not, I'm here because I'm an idiot. I'm not, I don't know. You're the doctor. That's why you can make a lot of money, don't you? Like, for knowing this stuff? Well, the PT people probably are not really doctors. Well, and they're like, well, what do you want to do? Your shoulder or your back first? I'm like, what do you mean? I can only do one? I'm like, well, yeah, you can only do one. I'm like, well, I, you mean I can't like work on my back until the three months are up on my shoulder? Well, right. I'm like, are you really? This is going to be the <laughs> dumbest thing. Like, like what? This is, makes no sense. I'm like, well, it was a car accident. Maybe like that has some effect on this. No, not really. I'm like, uh, no. well then so, no they just have they have some piece of paper that says this is the way it's done and they can't think any other way well okay so then to wrap that up the doctor it's herself she was like well yeah we can do we can do two uh, but we just can't do two evals on the same day now when I went in to make the eval appointments I had to wait three weeks or two and a half weeks or something oh yeah we're all booked up for the next two weeks 
supposedly, somehow, by some miracle, they were able to find me an appointment for the second eval tomorrow. Like, oh, well, he's got plenty of time tomorrow. I'm like, what? What am I waiting for? I could have been doing halfway through one of these already. <laughs> so stupid. And why can't they do two in the same uh, day? Yeah, well, no, we can't do it. It's policy, and the insurance company won't allow it. I'm like, what's this got to be the dumbest thing? Like, I'm supposed to yeah. not get any better on my shoulder? This is why... Hey, this is an example of a rule. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're not allowed to have two PT evals on the same day. Yeah. Oh, and they can't treat them. I'm like, can't you treat them both? Can I, can I just come in here for one thing for like a half hour, 45 minutes? I do both. No, I have to two separate doctors, two separate everything. So I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Like, oh, fine, See, fine. Just I'm serious. Like, do not go anymore. Well, I've only went once. Just and go to Google and YouTube yeah, and be like, you. how do I PT a spinal I'm glad we've come full circle on this. I'm just going to smoke some weed, a little joint, have some dinner, <laughs> another little joint, watch a show and be ready for bed. Self-medicate and I'm on my way. But it's so ridiculous. And, and so. See, I knew it was going to be like that. And I literally never went just for that. Never reason. went? I never went. Not at never all. Once. You never went through PT no. when you shattered no, your I collarbone. Never, no, I never once made. See, an this is you're now you're being me talking about the weed. <laughs> Why? Well, because I mean, I went and I was like, by the end of the just the eval, my back was screaming. I'm like, I'm, by now I'm and like, okay, well, that's good because here's a bunch of exercises you need to do at home, right? So that's all I sure. need to do. So, so I would, that's what I did. So I ha- I had a torn meniscus in my knee, and I, I registered for physical. This was years and years ago. Yeah. I still have it. And they sent me to physical therapy. So I went there and I had the same kind of attitude. I'm like, all right, so what are we going to do? And he's like, uh, go get on that stationary bike over there. I'm like, you want me to just sit on the stationary bike? He's like, yeah, just pedal a bit. I'm like, you want me to just pedal a bit? Like, you know, I rode my bike here, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, get on the stationary bike. Oh, really? Okay. That's hilarious. So I'm just pedaling around, like pedaling, pedaling. Like, what exactly do you want me doing? He's like, yeah, yeah, that, that's enough. Come over here and stand on this balance ball. I'm like, okay, so pedal a bike, balance on a ball. All right. That's two things. And and I think I had, you know, one of those like half dome balls yeah, yeah, that's yeah. flat on the floor yeah. and you can kind of get strength. So I'm like, this makes sense because you kind of stand on this and it makes your leg wiggle and you got to kind of yeah. strengthen things. So I think I ended up buying one of those so I could stand on it. And then I never went back. Like, that was it. That's the whole session. Yeah. You're just going to kind of hand me some weird words and tell me to do stuff and then not really check in while I'm like, what is happening? Like, I can do this at home. Right, right. <laughs> when I went for my other shoulder, eventually it was like, I'm not, like, I went pretty religiously and they did me a bunch of exercises I couldn't do at home. Like, I don't have the equipment, like rolling a ball on the wall, like a heavy, like, ball that, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. And I was just like, I didn't feel like I was making any more progress. And I said to him, like, what is, like, the progress? How are you measuring anything of what I'm doing? And it's the total engineer in me, right? Just like, what are we, what's our goal and what are we measuring? What are my, our smart goals here, Right. You know, specific, <laughs> measurable, actionable, and uh, smart, mart, art. Yeah. Anyways, tart. and they're like, yeah, no, you know, we're just doing it. As <laughs> so I'm like, you're doing it as long as I keep paying, and you can keep paying, billing my insurance company. So I'm like, I'm done. Like this is dumb. <laughs> well, and then the idea was like, I'll keep doing it at the gym at work, and we did for a while. And now I don't. So, oh yeah, that's, that's what we did. Yeah, remember we pivoted into the whole. We did the 15 minute workouts at lunch, and that yeah. was what my PT was. But then I stopped doing that. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get back there in another like three months. New year, right around the new year, we'll be back in the 15 minute gym right before lunch every day. Yeah, let's do it. So the back thing is sort of interesting because the back's still bothering me, and I feel super weak there. And I do want to get back to the point where my core is stronger than it ever was. I really should do a lot more core work that I've never really done core work at all. Cause she, in fact, was like, 
your legs are really strong. And I'm like, well, that doesn't surprise me. Like, I run. <laughs> Just, uh, let me start with the positive. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I run and I was biking to work legs twice a day and I was running three times a week. That, like, that didn't, that wasn't surprising. But I'm like, but I can't lay down on my back without being like, when I, she's like, can you lay on your back? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this hurts a lot. It feels like I'm doing a plank for a really long time. I could barely do a plank because my back was screaming. So I imagine two or three weeks I'll be doing planks and I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is. What my rehab is is doing planks and doing core work and all that stuff, mm-hmm, which I've never done idea. before. So, yeah, I don't know. And then I'll be smoking the weed and being like, oh, I feel so much better now. It's so chill. Right. You do a plank for like an hour and smoke push a little ups. joints. Push ups are core work too. You can do like yeah. My, that will be once my shoulders a little stronger too. I'll be doing push ups. I was so. I jumped right into that. I think it was I can't remember. I think it was three weeks. That's crazy. I think it's three. I think it's three weeks. I was doing push ups. I don't know how. I mean, I did an X-ray at two weeks, and my sh- didn't look any better than at four weeks. So. Well, remember they put a metal plate in mine. Yeah, so I know. I was held, still, I was yeah. held together. We'll see. I was a little worried. Like at three weeks, it did feel like I'm like, okay, I made it, but I feel like some of the screws are popping. Off. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no good. <laughs> it's good now. Um, one other thing which I was going to talk about, which kind mm, of oh. I really should have parlayed into this subject was the vaping, right? We what's something yeah, that's yeah. illegal or that should be illegal or shouldn't be should illegal? Should that be illegal or should? I mean, it is now it. in in Massachusetts they stop selling it, and this is one of those things where it's like people are like, but it's just I can be able to do what I want, but the things are killing people, so and killing quickly or killing slowly is the problem, right? If you just drop dead on the street from vaping, yeah, eh, you know we got to clean up your body. But if you need to be hospitalized for a long period of time, yeah. burden on society. Yeah. They rebuild your lungs, and you need to get lung transplants and stuff. Oof. But that's what's happening, right? These these crazy things. Burden on. So society. when do you? Uh, I don't know when do you get involved. I don't know. Keep the pets indoors. The drivers, pay attention where you're going, so you don't run over any cats. Cue the music. Cats go outside. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.